Hey, what is up, guys? Welcome in to the Cincinnati Reds Fan Podcast. I appreciate you guys tuning in. My name is Jordan Biddle. I am your host, and my God, I am so happy that the Reds are finally done with the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm I'm done with them. I'm just done. Uh, luckily, you know, after going three and ten against the Milwaukee Brewers. And I know you guys are probably like, oh my gosh, I don't want to hear about this right now. Yeah, I, I understand, but it needs to be talked about. Um, that was horrific. Uh, the the Just the stretch where we played the Brewers back to back to back when all just, oh, the last few weeks have just been frustrating with, with that team. Uh, that being said, we're only one and a half games back. Uh, in the division, uh, the Cubs are getting hot. I don't believe that they will stay hot. Reason being is because that they have a bad bullpen. Uh, yes, sir, almost to 500, but there will probably be sellers at the deadline. You just can't be at one game under 500 and expect to make the playoffs. You just, you just can't. Uh, four and a half games back of the wild card, six games back of the division. They're gonna sell, and by the time they sell, I would expect that 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 uh, by the time we play them, they would have sold probably Bellinger, Stroman, and maybe a couple of other players for some some uh, high prospects. Uh, so hopefully, the the games against uh, Chicago won't be nearly as bad um, um, as as they would be. If we played them tomorrow. Uh, that being said, <clears throat> um, so today I, I wanted to talk about uh, some pitching. Okay, uh, Rhett Louder. The Reds drafted Rhett Louder, right? So that being said, Rhett Louder is going to be a starter. Period. Okay. Brandon Williamson wasn't drafted high. Ashcraft wasn't drafted high. Um, and Ben Lively, uh, and, and, and what's his name? Uh, uh, Luke Weaver are not going to be here. They're just not. Uh, so that being said, that leaves Green, Lodolo, Abbott, uh, Ashcraft and Williamson right now as the starting rotation when uh, Weaver and Lively do leave. Uh, that being said, Rhett Louder is going to take one of these guys' spots. And it could probably and, and probably will happen next year. In my opinion, the guy that will be going to the bullpen, and I think he will be effective in the bullpen, will be Graham Ashcraft. Oh, Lord. People are like, oh, my gosh, no, 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 no way Graham Ashcraft feels with the bullpen. Listen, just listen to what I have to say. There are two guys that Graham Ashcraft can be exactly like if he goes to the bullpen. And I think he has the stuff for sure. 
Kenley Jansen had a cutter, and it was phenomenal. Graham Ashcraft has a cutter, and it is phenomenal. Mariana Rivera had a cutter, and it was the best of all time. Graham Ashcraft's cutter is his best pitch. Hear me out. If the guy goes to the bullpen, he could be a secondary closer for this Reds bullpen. Not only would he be effective, but he has the fire that a bullpen closer is supposed to have. Graham Ashcraft is perfect for a closing position. He has a great cutter, a good slider, and he has a four-seam fastball that can reach 100-plus miles per hour. Okay? So, to me, Rhett Louder comes up next year, whether it's middle of the year, and Graham Ashcraft should get moved to a closer B type situation. When Alexis Diaz needs a day off, Ashcraft comes in. And I think 100% that Ashcraft would be extremely effective. Now, if TJ Antone comes back as 75% of the guy of what he was, that is a perfect setup man for either Ashcraft or Alexis Diaz. And, and 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 to be honest with you, if Ashcraft goes on another stint this year where he's doing bad, I think it's possible he gets moved back there this year. So, I think Graham Ashcraft, because the Reds obviously... Uh, they, they, they need they need the help in the bullpen. Um, sorry, let me see this. I'm trying to check something. So Ashcraft's first inning is by far his best inning on the season. So the further he gets into the game, the worse he gets. That's just how Ashcraft is. Um, so his first in- Ashcraft's first inning, and I believe this is—I want to say this is just this year. Actually, this is co- his career. I think. No, no, no. No, no, it's this year. Um, so this just this year. His first inning, he has 19 innings pitched, four earned runs, 1.89 ERA. So when he ha- when he pitches one time, one inning, three outs, his ERA is 1.89. He shuts the door in one inning. Batting average against players, 159. On base percentage, 264. Could get that out a little bit. And he he just he's unhittable. OPS plus against hitters is thirty seven. That's pretty bad. So, in my opinion, and this is just me, the Reds need to move Ashcraft to the bullpen. Brandon Williamson has been. The reason why I don't choose Brandon Williamson is because Brandon Williamson has way higher ceiling 
than Graham Ashcraft. Graham Ashcraft is a good pitcher. But Brandon Williamson has a curveball, a cutter now that he uh, developed. Um, a slider, a, a, a fastball that's becoming more and more effective. A changeup. He has five pitches. His ceiling is way higher than Graham Ashcraft's. And nobody, not even, I would argue, Hunter Green is going to be as safe as Brett Lauder. So, yeah, Hunter Green has a, more, a better ceiling, but Brett Lauder's stuff is just, it, it, it's great. It's great stuff. And he's going to be a safe player. Um, he's going to be a safe player that the Reds can count on. So, um, let's see. I'm trying to find something real quick. <clears throat> uh, Brandon Williamson stats are fantastic. Um, the further he gets into a game the better he gets. Um, so one through one innings, one through three, he struggles a little bit more, uh, which, you know, he's working on that. He's getting better as this season goes on, which is a great sign. Fantastic sign. I didn't think Brendan Williamson was even ready to be called up, uh, but the Reds did it in the Colorado series. I was wrong about that. Um, but you know his first three innings, he has a five nine one ERA. Not not great, not great. But beyond that, his ERA drops significantly to two point seven four innings four through six, and then at innings seven through nine, which he hasn't pitched many innings at that point, he has no earned runs allowed. So he has a zero zero ERA. Um. Batting average, innings four through six, 183, 247 on base. Slugging is 354. Um, OPS plus against hitters is 60, which is 40.40% below league average. Guys, listen, I'm just saying, they may do the opposite and put Williamson back in the bullpen, but the stats, if they are a stat type of team, Brandon Williamson is a starter. He's a starter. You have two lefties, Nick Lodolo, Brandon Williamson, and then you close it out with Green, Louder, and Abbott. Actually, that's three lefties. I'm sorry. Wow. Holy cow. Now, Connor Phillips could come up and say something about that, and that's not a bad problem. But I, I just don't I, don't... I don't know. Connor Phillips, to me... It's it's such a hard choice. It is such a hard choice because Brandon Williamson is doing so well. He looks so good. And it, it may turn out to be like Lodolo being a, a back-of-the-bullpen guy as well. Who knows? Lodolo, you see Lodolo struggling for a while there, and he wasn't injured. Let me look up his stats real quick. And, uh, and I've, I didn't get the chance to look up those. I mean, his ERA this year was six point two nine. That I mean, that wasn't that wasn't good. Um, his strikeouts were great, 
But if he continues to do that, there's no doubt in my mind that they throw him back in the bullpen. He can't do that for another season. Otherwise, he gets thrown back in the bullpen, like I said. Um, so let's see. By innings. So Lodolo is kind of the same way like Brandon Williamson. He gets better as the game goes on. You know, innings 1 through 3, 8.14 ERA. Innings 4 through 6, 3.65 ERA. And then innings 7 through 9, a 0 ERA. So, I mean, like like I said, guys are hitting Lodolo. So it could be Ashcraft stays in the rotation and they send Lodolo back in the uh, uh, bullpen. I don't know. Lodolo was such a high pick. But that's what this is what the Brewers do. Right? This is what the Brewers do so well. They take some of their best pitching prospects and they put them in the bullpen. And now, guess what? They have one of the best bullpens in the league. They have Pagero. They have, uh, uh, what's his name? Pompeia or something like that? Pompeius Pompeia or something? Uh, they have uh, uh, Williams, who's just unbelievable. I mean, unhittable. Literally, the Reds haven't got a hit off of him this year. That's that's literally unhittable. He is so good. Now imagine Lodolo's slider. Now you guys are probably like, dude, stop, stop saying this. Guys, it's not a crazy thing to say. Okay? You can't have all of these top prospects that we have in our system. Connor Phillips, Lyon Richardson... Uh, uh, you know, Chase Petty coming up through the system. You can't have all these guys in the rotation. Somebody's got to go back to the bullpen. Whether they like it or not. And I'm sure most of them aren't going to like it. But they will get used to it and be grateful that they are in the major leagues. And they should be grateful. Um, so that being said, Ashcraft has even talked about going to the bullpen. I think that it is a, it is a 100% possibility that he could be not good, but great back there. You could have Alexis Diaz and Ashcraft as closers 1A, 1B. It's not a crazy thing to say. You could throw Connor Phillips. You have TJ Antone back there. I mean, there's so many possibilities coming up for the Reds. Lyon Richardson, they're, they're, they're starting him down in double, triple A. We don't need starters. We have Chase Petty coming up. We have Rhett Louder probably be up next year. I mean, these guys, they have multiple starting pitchers. Lodolo uh, fighting. Green has a secured spot. Abbott, to me, is our ace. You can't. I mean, you cannot put all these guys in the rotation. I don't know why they're even starting all of these guys. They have to have a plan to put a couple of these guys back in the bullpen. Uh. Anyway. Uh. So uh, the Reds have. The Dodgers coming up in a series. They don't play tomorrow, but they have 
Brandon Williamson and on the mound, the Reds do, and then Bobby Miller's pitching for the Dodgers, uh, young kid, 24 years old. He's got some good stuff, 4.28 ERA, top 25 prospect in all of baseball. Big kid. He can he, he throws very well. Um, but to me, the Reds have a chance to not only have a series win in L.A., but to be able to go into Chicago as Chicago sells, and I don't see any reason why they don't sell uh, Chicago. Chicago, I think, will sell, and I think that the Reds have an opportunity to, to go in there and sweep them. Um, there, I, I just, uh, there's just no reason why. There's no reason for the Cubs to continue with the ball club that they have. They bought all of these players. It didn't work out. I mean, it's working out a little better now. That being said, they've won five straight, but they've played Washington, St. Louis, and the Chicago White Sox. I mean, you, you, you can't – it's pretty obvious here. You, they're, they're winning games, but they're playing easy teams. So when they get to, when they get to play Cincinnati – and then after Cincinnati, they have to go to at or they they have Atlanta coming into town. So if they continue with this team, they have seven straight games of two top teams: Cincinnati and Atlanta. Well, what if at that point they lose three out of four to Cincinnati, get swept at, to, to get swept by Atlanta? And guess what? Now they're stuck with Bellinger, who is balling, and Marcus, a guy like Marcus Stroman, who is pitching very well this season. Now they're stuck with him. And they can't get any value out of these guys. So what's the point in, 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 in keeping them? So in my opinion, I think the, the Cubs are definitely looking to trade uh, – guys like Bellinger. I, I think they can get a, a nice prospect for Bellinger. Um, you know, he's hitting... I mean, he, he, his numbers are like MVP numbers right now. He's batting 312, uh, 15 home runs, 46 RBIs. He was hurt for a while, I believe. Let's see. He's only played 70 games. Uh, his on-base percentage isn't great. 360. But, you know, the guy's hitting. He's valuable. A guy, I mean, a team like the Yankees, uh, I mean, shoot. Even the Dodgers could even ask about him. Hey, we'll, we'll give you a prospect to get him back. I doubt that happens. But that being said, I think it's possible that we go into Chicago with a depleted Chicago Cub team. And we go in there and we it's possible we sweep them. Um, I'm not going to jinx it. It, it, it. The the odds of sweeping a four-game series in Wrigley, at Wrigley Field is very low. But the Reds have fared well against the Chicago Cubs the last couple of years. And uh, I feel pretty good about going into that 
that uh, series. Uh, anyway, back to the LA series. We have uh, we're, we're hitting against Bobby Miller, uh, Sheehan, which uh, I don't know who that is, and a pitcher named uh, Grove. Let's trying to figure out his first name here. Michael Grove, uh, 26 years old, 6.19 ERA. Not a very good pitcher. Not a solid pitcher. Um, his last seven games. 31, 31 innings pitched, uh, 16 earned rounds. I mean, he's he's not great. So the Reds have an opportunity to go in L.A. They need to have good pitching. Uh, we have Williamson, Weaver, which is ugh. And then Ashcraft, at the end, who's been pitching very well. Ashcraft at the end of the L.A. series. And then we get the top of our rotation in, I guess, technically, Ashcraft was the top of our rotation. Uh, Abbott would be set to start the first game of the Chicago series. So to me, I think that if the Reds can come out of LA and Chicago five and two, even four and three, I think that is a successful, um, you know, seven game road trip to LA and Chicago. Four and three, I think successful. Five and two is great, and if you can possibly get, you know, um, you know, six and one, something like that, that would be even better, obviously. But I think it's it's a real chance that the Reds go into both cities. They're better on the road anyway, and they shock the world. Um, L.A. is they're not a super impressive team. They're five and five. Their last ten games, they just lost. Um, I, their pitching has just been hurt all season long. San Francisco's right on their tails. Three games back, Arizona's four games back. So it's been a, it's it's been an unusual season for the Dodgers. Um, that being said, I think it's I think it's a there's a chance, guys, that the that that. The Reds go into both cities and, and take a, you know five out of seven games. So anyway, um, that being said, let's move on to some trade talk. So the Reds were actually favored to get Lucas Giolito. Um, they have been reported to be scouting Eduardo Rodriguez from Detroit, who has been really good this season. Um, but that being said, the Reds are looking for a starting pitcher just because Lodolo is not set to come back until September now, which is very scary in my opinion. It's it, again, that's, that's another reason why to possibly throw Lodolo back into the bullpen, um, not back, but like, you know, back in the back of the bullpen is what I meant. Um, but, you know, there's not many, not a ton of rumors about the Reds having intense conversation with other teams about trades. Obviously, India is probably being thrown out there. I mean, technically, guys, we don't need them. And people are like, oh, man, we, we love India. We love India. He's our captain. 
I understand that, and that sucks. I like India too. I really do. I think he's a really good ball player, but his value is at its peak, period. He's a second baseman who who can hit for power. You don't get many of those. You don't get many Aussie Albies. You don't get many Indias. You don't get many Simeons. You don't get them. And that's why India is so um, valuable. And now that Giolito is gone, who do the Reds have to go after? I don't, I'm sorry, but I don't want Lance Lynn. The guy has an ERA that's close to Luke Weaver's. Why would I want a guy like that? <laughs> You're trading for a guy that has a really good start every once in a while and then falls off a cliff. You know, so, I mean, as far as I know, I, I really don't, I haven't seen anything about about the Reds getting into in, any intense conversation besides the White Sox. And now all you got is Kopech to trade for, Dylan Cease, and that's been shot down. You know, the White Sox already said they've already told uh, clubs no to every offer that they get. To Dylan Cease. So, um, I don't know what the Reds should do at this point. I, I maybe get another bullpen piece. I mean, a Rolls Chapman was traded so early. Kansas City, I don't know why Kansas City didn't, they didn't wait. I think there was a mistake. Um, but I have nothing else about the trade rumors. I, I have nothing else to predict. Uh, do I think the Reds get a starter? Uh, it, it's a hard choice because their starting pitching has been doing good. Why, why trade for a starter unless it's a absolute world beater of the starter? That's just my opinion, though. So, um, let's see. I think that Let's see white white Sox, reds i don't i, I don't know i have a feeling i just have a small feeling that the reds are just going to be quiet so they they're just going to watch this trade deadline walk past them and they might get a reliever uh you know a decent reliever but i don't see anybody on the reds radar unless they come out of nowhere and for some reason trade for a Max Scherzer or uh, for a, just a rental to try and make a push through the playoffs. But, you know, trading for Max Scherzer, I mean, you can't give up anything big. Maybe a guy like, um, shoot, I don't know, Austin Hendricks, Maybe. I mean, even at that point, I'm thinking, well, Austin Hendricks still has some type of a ceiling. You know, this is where I need a second person to talk to about, to talk about this situation. You know, I mean, I, I wouldn't even, maybe like Jose Torres, now I, I wouldn't even give up him. Ricky Karcher, and maybe a, 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 a prospect out of the top 30. Maybe Blake Dunn. Now, Blake Dunn's playing pretty good. Carlos Sanchez, he's 18, rookie ball. And I mean, you, could, you could do something like that. His, his, 
Yeah, I don't know. You, you can't give a lot up for a guy like Max Scherzer, who's been struggling this year. And not to mention, you have to take on the, the guy's contract. More than likely, unless it's in the deal, which I doubt it. So that being said, I don't think the Reds make much of a splash. I'm not seeing any way, shape, or form of the Reds making a splash for a starting pitcher unless it's a guy like Max Scherzer or Dylan Cease. So I think they're just going to go for bullpen this season and see how it turns out. But that's all. That's my opinion. That's all I got for you guys today. Appreciate you guys tuning in. And um, uh, please hit me up on Twitter at jbids37. That is J-B-I-D-D-S-3-7 on Twitter if you have any questions. I'm always tweeting about the Reds, so hit me up there. I'll see you guys later. Thank you.